stroke, from other lo uh, loved ones passing, Lord, that you would just please give them strength, give them comfort, and continue to help them to realize that you're there. And we pray all these things in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Lord, we thank you for those that's come out this evening, Lord, and we thank you for your presence. We just pray that you'll just be the pastor now that he brings your word, just helps the Lord hide in their heart. Just tell us, Lord, to remember you and uh, follow you and your guidance, Lord, and just uh, help us do your will. And Lord, we pray that you'll heal bodies and comfort souls, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 11, we're going to look at that, and Romans 14 and verse 19. 1 Thessalonians 5, 11, and Romans 14, 19. 1 Thessalonians 5, 11 says this, Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as also ye do. And then verse 19, chapter 14 of Romans, it says this, Let us therefore follow after the things which make for peace, and things wherewith one may edify another. I want us to think about edifying each other tonight. The word edify in the Bible means, and it comes from Latin, it means to build up. It means to build up. And there are two kinds of people in the world, those that build up and those that destroy. Amen. And God does not want us going through life tearing each other down. Amen. God wants us to lift each other up. And, and God has given us several tools. I want you to get in your mind a toolbox. Now, ladies, yours are probably going to be pink and have all kinds of doohickeys on and everything. Guys, it's going to be old, green, and rusty and, and everything. But I want you to imagine a toolbox. Toolbox for edification. I want to give you some tools tonight. Look at Romans chapter 14. Romans chapter 14. And we're going to look at scripture, a lot of scripture tonight. And I don't know how far I'll get tonight. Uh, we'll get as far as we can. But I'm going to get, we're going to get in the scripture and we're going to make some comments on this. But God has given us tools. Listen, God never asks us to do anything that he will, he, he will not do through us. And he will not give us the tools to do. Amen. I don't know if you've ever had a job or worked at a job where they they want you to do something, but they don't give you the tools. And that 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 happens. That happens. I was working, getting my car worked on a place, and 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 I walked in and I looked in all these all these toolboxes. I mean, just as every bay had huge toolboxes, and on the toolboxes said "snap on." Now. If you know what Snap-on is, Snap-on's a pretty well, uh, it's a pretty well-known uh, tool, and a lot of guys like it. Some guys use the Mac tool. They, you know, everybody has a preference. But the, 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 the owner of the company went out and bought every one of the mechanics every tool they would need. And, and, and in the bays, all the, all the, all, all the, other tools that you would need. I mean, just you had to, they had the air compressors and everything. And so when a car came in to get fixed, man, they had everything they need. They didn't, they didn't have to stop and borrow a tool. They had it. And, and God, God gives you the tools to lift other people up, to edify. 
Let's look at Romans chapter 14. The Bible says this in verse 13. Let us not therefore judge one another anymore, but judge this, rather that no man put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in his brother's way. You know, we are judgmental people. Pick, 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 pick. That's not, we're not, God is judge. Amen. God is judge. Look at verse 14. I know and am persuaded by the Lord Jesus that there is nothing unclean of itself, but to him that esteemeth anything to be unclean, to him it is unclean. Now, he's talking to Jews. And he's talking to the most pickiest people in the world. I mean, that's, they, I mean, they were given the law and they followed it and they took it to the extremes. Yes. Right? Have you ever been around a Christian and everything, everything you do is wrong and everything they do is right? That's not fun, is it? Now, it says, look at verse 15. It says, but if thy brother be grieved with thy meat, now walkest thou not charitably? Destroy not him with thy meat for, Christ, uh, for whom Christ died. Let not then your good be even spo- evil spoken of. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. For he that is in these things serveth Christ, uh, serveth Christ, things serveth Christ, is acceptable to God and approved of men. Let us therefore allow after the things which make for peace and things wherewith one may edify another. Amen. God's given us our example, our example. It, it, uh, uh, our testimony, how we act is our first tool. Amen. Your testimony and how you live can either lift people up or tear people down. Amen. Uh, one life as a Christian should help not hinder both new believers and unbelievers. You say, well, you know, how, what, what commonality do I have with with unbelievers. I, I walked in Sunday morning, I stopped by Dunkin' Donuts to get my coffee. I walked in and I said, Happy New Year! And everybody went, <laughs> What's he so happy about? It's just, you know, and, uh, but you can encourage people. Amen. You can encourage people. You can, you can encourage, it doesn't matter who you are, uh, your testimony and how you act and how you react and, and, and don't be a bull in the china shop. Don't be a person that pushes what you think on everybody. It's not Amen. It, what what you do and what you think and and what you like and what you don't like is not important as lifting other people up. Amen. It goes as far to say in the scripture that sometimes your testimony can be a blessing to somebody if you understand there's something that would cause them to stumble or cause the problem something that they have problems with. You know, as a Christian. When you're growing, I, 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 met, I, met, I met one fellow. I said, hey, why don't you come over? And he was in the church. I said, why don't you come over for some crabs? He said, I can't eat crabs. So you know me. I'm, I'm Mr. Inquisitive. I said, okay, why? why? He said, well, before I was saved, when I ate crabs, I had beer. So I can't eat crabs. with. <laughs> he says, so you say, you know, and in my heart, I'm saying simple. Well, you drink, just drink Coca-Cola. Well, it wasn't that simple with him. So I said, well, come on over and we'll throw some steaks on, whatever. You know, whatever. It, it doesn't matter. I don't, you know, I don't want to push. I can't, you, you, we, we cannot push what we like and what we dislike in our lifestyle, our preferences on somebody. That's why 
churches come apart because people push their preferences of dress and, and preference of this and preference of that. Years ago, people used to say, well, bless God, you should never go to the movies. Well, now you can just stay at home and watch them. I mean, bless God, you shouldn't go to the movies. And then they had the, they had the movie pl- places where you could go pick up the, what were they? What, what, what did we, what, what they? Yeah, the red box. And before that, they had the, the big blockbuster and all that. And you could go, and I mean, you could go there. So you say, well, preacher, what's, what's the principle for that? What should, I will set no evil thing before my eye. Amen. There you go. I mean, if I want to go to the movie theater and watch Top Gun, I'm going to go to the movie theater and watch Top Gun, and, and, and that's all i got to say about it, okay? <laughs> and, and enjoy it. But, 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 but uh, if, if I know somebody that's going to cause a stumbling block to somebody, I'm not going to go. Amen. Okay? So, so I'll wait till it comes out on, on, on Amazon. Amen? <laughs> but, uh, but think about it. Think about it. Hey, your testimony. Now listen, serious. Your testimony can lift people up. Amen. You know that? Your testimony, people in this world are looking for people that love God. Amen. People, people are looking. Listen, young people, you live for God. You can encourage folks, folks my age and, and older that see young people living for God in this day and age because you're our future. You're the future of the world. And so we have, first of all, our example, our testimony. Then secondly, our speech. Our speech. Now, I'll tell you, you, I don't have to say much about this, but Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 29 says this, Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. Now, what's that talking about? Well, preacher, you shouldn't cuss. Okay, that's, that's one thing. Well, preacher, you shouldn't lie. That's nothing. What about, what about if I knew something... About if I knew something about uh, uh, somebody that was true in their past, now it's true, but it's not good. Right, right. Is that good communication or corrupt communication? Corrupt. That's corrupt. Well, preacher, it's the truth. Doesn't matter. Amen. Doesn't matter. You know, we, we need to choose our words wisely. Some people are some people just think it's their calling in life to state the obvious. Right. Some people think it's the, it's it's their it's their uh, uh, calling in life to ruin the moment. Say, you gotta watch watch what you say. You gotta watch what you say. I know parents. Parents, I've heard parents before calling their kids stupid. And you know what? Sooner or later, they're going to believe it. Right, right. See, that's corrupt communication. Right. Listen to the, the, the words we speak are as powerful as the way we live. Proverbs 18, 21. Listen to this. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Your, your speech, our speech, Ephesians 4.15, but speaking the truth in love may grow up in, into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. Colossians 4.6 says this, Let your speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt, that ye may know how ye ought to answer every man. 
James chapter 3. For in many things we offend all. If any man offend in, not in word, the same is a perfect man and able also to bridle the whole body. Behold, we put the bits in horses' mouths and they may, that they may obey us, and, and we turn their whole body. Behold the, also the ships, which though they be great and are driven of fierce winds, yet are they turned about with a very small helm, whithersoever the governor listeth. Even so the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. Behold how great a matter a little fire kindleth. And the tongue is a fire, world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members that it defileth the whole body and setteth on fire the course of nature. And it is set on fire of hell for every kind of beast and of birds and of serpents and of things in the sea is tamed and hath been tamed of mankind. But the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. Therewith bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceedeth blessings and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not so to be. You see, your, your words, your words can either lift up or tear down. Your words. What do you say? How do you say them? How do you speak them? What's, 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 what's the attitude? What's, what's the body language when you're speaking? How, are, are you speaking the truth in love? Are you, are you concerned about what you say? So our example and our words. Now, now notice number three, we can lift up and encourage other people with our spiritual gifts. When you're saved, when you receive the Lord Jesus Christ as personal Savior, you receive a gift or gifts. Amen. They're called the gifts of the Spirit. 1 Corinthians 4.12, Even so ye, for as much as ye are zealous of spiritual gifts, seek that ye may excel to the edifying of the church. Spiritual gifts are not given for an ex exhibition. They're not given for show-off. We don't get trophies here on earth for our spiritual gift. First place, second place, third place. We don't get ribbons. We don't get... It's, it's spiritual gifts are not given for exhibition. They're given for edification of others. 1 Corinthians 14, 26. How is it then, brethren, Paul says, when ye come together, every one of you hath a psalm, hath a doctrine, hath a tongue, uh, hath a tongue, hath a revelation, hath an interpretation. Let all things be done unto the edifying. What the picture is there, everybody's talking at one time and everybody's trying to share what they know and be the smartest person in the room. Mm. We, need to use, we need to use our tongues to edify. 1 Corinthians 14, look at verse 15. What is it then? I will pray with the, with the Spirit and I, will, and I will pray with the understanding also. I will sing with the Spirit and I will sing with the understanding also. Else when... Thou shalt bless with the Spirit. How shall he that occupieth the room of the unlearned say, Amen, at thy giving of thanks, seeing he understandeth not what thou sayest? For thou verily givest thanks well, but, but the other is not uh, uh, edified. I thank God, listen, I thank God, I speak with tongues more than ye all. Yet in the church, I rather speak five words 
with my understanding that my voice, by my voice, I might teach others. And 10,000 words in an unknown tongue. Brethren, be not children in understanding, howbeit in malice, be ye children, but in understanding be men. Now, what is he saying? He's saying, make sure your, speech, your people are able to understand what you're saying. Amen. Your words. So, 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 your, 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 your testimony, your, your example, your speech, okay, your speech, your words, and then again, notice, notice what we're talking about, our spiritual gifts, and then our love. Our love. What do you mean love? 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 1. Look what it says. Now as touching things offered unto idols, we know that we all have knowledge. Knowledge puffeth up, puffeth up but charity edifieth. Okay? When someone gives you knowledge, teaches you, instructs you, that's one thing. But when, uh, when somebody shows their love to you, that's another. And the world would rather have love. Amen. The world needs love. The world needs somebody to care about them. Notice, notice, uh, uh, we must learn to live and speak the truth in love. Ephesians 4.15, but speaking the truth in love. We mentioned that already. John 13, 34 and 35, a new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples. Amen. Now, he, he's, he's, he, he's talking about our love. Our love. 1 Corinthians chapter 13. He said, he says, if you don't love in verse one, you're, 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 you're a sounding brass, you're a tinkling cymbal. In verse two, he says, I have the gift of prophecy and I understand all the mysteries and knowledge and faith and the move mountains and give my, all my goods to the poor, give my body to be burned. If I don't have love, doesn't profit anything. That's amazing, isn't it? A lot of Christians base their love on what they do. Your love. Our love is a tool. Our love is a tool we can use to edify others. And then let me say this. Number five, our prayers. Our prayers. It's unbelievable what prayer accomplishes. And we won't know this side of heaven what, what prayer accomplishes notice Colossians chapter 4 Colossians chapter 4 verse 12 Epaphras who is one of you a servant saluteth you always laboring fervently for you in prayers that ye may stand perfect and complete in the will of God wow Huh? Is that verse 12? Perfect 
perfect and complete in the will of God. He's praying for that. And then Colossians chapter 1 and verse 9. For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you. Isn't that, wouldn't that be a, isn't that an encouraging thing? Amen. God, 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 he says, I, I, I haven't, I heard uh, what was going on. And I prayed and, and to desire that she may be filled with the knowledge of his will and all understanding, spiritual understanding. What is he saying? He's saying, we heard you're going through it and we're praying that you get the understanding. God gives you a direction. First Thessalonians 5.25, brethren, pray for us. Amen. Brethren, pray for us. He says in he says Second Thessalonians chapter three and verse one. Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of God, that the word may have free course and be glorified, even as is as is it is with you. Hebrews chapter thirteen and verse eight. Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. Let me let me just say something, folks. We need to pray for each other. Amen. And prayer lifts people up. Listen, listen. When you're praying for somebody. Hey, what what is Jesus doing now? Listening. He's listening. But do you know the Bible says that he's making intercession for us in heaven? Amen. What does intercession mean? What does intercession mean? Prayer. Amen. He's praying on the behalf of us. Amen? Amen. And then then notice this. Notice this. The last tool we have is this. Number five. Notice this. Our Bibles. Amen. Our Bibles. Acts chapter 2 and or, uh, Acts chapter 20 and verse 32. Notice what it says. Acts chapter 20 and verse 32. And now brethren, I command you to God and to the word of his grace which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all among all them which are sanctified. Amen. You see a maturing Christian will grow and will know how to use the word of God to encourage and counsel others. Right. Yeah. When you as a Christian are asked a question by someone about life, about a decision they need to make, they don't need to hear from you. They need to hear from God. Amen. And the word of God is the place. Long after they've gone from your voice, long after they've gone from your presence, they can take that Bible and they can get in that word, and they can understand it, and they can get counsel from it. The Bible's called his counsel. Now, notice, notice this in Second Timothy two fifteen: Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed thereto according to thy word? Psalm one nineteen and verse nine. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Great peace have they that love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. That's Psalm 119, 105, and 165. Now, here's the question. Has God given us the tools? Has God given us the tools? Yes, he has. Amen. He's given us the tools to lift other people up. Right. And, and you and I have to decide. And, and by the way, by the way, by the way, don't get on, don't get in and hang around people that tear other people down. Amen. That's right. Don't be on the team. Right. You know, most people most people walk around and say, you know, if if you like that person, I don't like you. That's that's a that's infantile. 
And if somebody wants to put somebody down at school or put somebody down at work, you know, pro- probably that person that they're putting down is a threat or, or, or they're jealous of that person. Right. At any rate, we as Christians should lift other people up. Amen. And that goes for lost people or saved people. We can lift people up. Now, let me say this and I'll be done. You can choose to edify or tear down. You can choose to build up or tear down. You can choose, and and let me just tell you something. God wants you to edify. And God's will is that we edify. When we come into this place, into this building, we ought to be lifted up. We ought to be lifted up. We ought to, we ought to, we ought to lift others up by our testimony, by our words, with our gifts, with our prayers, with the word of God, in our speech, every, every way. We ought to lift people up. Amen? Amen. Let's bow our heads, close our eyes. We'll give you time to do business with God. Are you lifting others up? Are you lifting people up? Are you lifting your family up? Are you lifting your brothers and sisters up? You say, well, preacher, I've got people, I've got people that I don't like that don't like me and everything. Why don't you try lifting them up? They might become your best friend. You say, preacher, I have people that have done things to me. Listen, why don't you lift them up? For one thing, they're not expecting it. Another thing, you can be a blessing to that person. You know, there's a lot of miserable people walking around. People miserable. And they just want to let it out on you. And they, if you lift them up, then they see something different. Let's stand with heads bowed and eyes closed. Father, bless the invitation now. And, and may we do business with you. We've been at work and we've been at school and we've been different places and there's not a lot of people out there lifting people up. We're, we're selfish. We're thinking about us. We don't care about the other people. Lord, help us to remember that we could give a kind word to a person that's just getting ready to take their life. We could give a kind word to somebody who has, is searching and it can be a bridge to you. Bless the invitation in Jesus' name. Amen. You come, heads bowed, eyes closed. If God spoke to your heart, you won't get alone with him. tonight and it's hump day let's get through the rest of the week amen amen when you guys go back to school
Tomorrow. You're already in school? How was it? Won't be long till summer vacation, right? How many more days? Somebody's got to know how many days now. Amen. Well, let's have a good evening. And uh, good to see you young people. Okay? Yo. 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 I'm going to pray if you can keep, if you can stop talking a minute. Boy, you, you don't usually talk very much. Tonight you're just going, da, 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 you. Amen. Good to see you, man. Good to see you. God bless you. Let's close in prayer. Brother Frank, close for us. Amen. I thought, I thought of, uh, Hang on just a second. Let me check. I oh, know. this thing is still going.